Tales from Ravenbrook. The Halloween Masquerade. The Johnson family lived in the quaint suburban neighborhood of Ravenbrook, Maine, where Halloween was a celebrated and beloved event. The yearly tradition was to decorate their home extravagantly, dress in elaborate costumes, and hand out candy to the hordes of trick-or-treaters. This Halloween, however, the Johnsons decided to forego their usual revelry. Instead, they chose to stay home and hand out candy to the neighborhood children. As darkness fell on that crisp October night, the Johnsons adorned their home with eerie decorations. From ghoulish ghosts to grotesque gravestones, they reveled in the sound of excited laughter and the colorful costumes of children parading down their street. By 8.30 p.m., the stream of trick-or-treaters had dwindled, and the Johnsons decided to call it a night. They switched off their porch light, their signal to the neighborhood that they were finished. John, the father, locked the front door. Sarah, the mother, began to tidy up, and their two children, Rachel and Jake, settled in in the living room. The family was wrapped in the comfort of their living room, enjoying a classic Halloween movie. The children's laughter filled the room, a stark contrast to the unnerving stillness that had fallen outside. The ticking of the grandfather clock seemed unusually loud, each chime reminding them that it was All Hallows' Eve. Rachel, curious and bold, peered through the curtains, trying to catch a glimpse of any lingering trick-or-treaters. To her surprise, the street was deserted. She announced her findings to the family, who decided that it was time to turn in for the night. John muttered something about the town becoming more safety-conscious, causing the decline in trick-or-treaters. They turned off the TV, extinguishing the last source of light in the room. Just as they were about to head to bed, a particular sensation washed over the family. It was as if they were being watched, as if the very walls of their home were closing in on them. The darkness outside seemed thicker, heavier, and more oppressive than usual. An eerie wind began to howl through the trees, rattling the windows, making the family exchange uneasy glances. Weird night, huh? Jake muttered, his voice barely a whisper. Yeah, I don't like it, Sarah replied, clutching her husband's arm. I've never felt this uneasy on Halloween before. Their unease deepened as they heard faint, distant laughter that seemed to grow louder by the second. The laughter was sinister, like a chorus of mad jesters. It was a sound that sent chills down their spines. Rachel, her eyes wide with fear, murmured, What's that? The laughter now evolved into whispers that slithered through the night, reaching the Johnsons with their haunting words. Come out, they murmured. Come out and play. John, attempting to maintain composure, told his family, It's probably just some late-night revelers pulling a prank. Let's not give them the satisfaction. Yet it was becoming increasingly evident that this was no ordinary Halloween prank. The shadows outside deepened. The whispers intensified, as if they knew the family's deepest fears, insecurities, and secrets. John was haunted by the voice of his long-deceased father, casting judgment on his life choices. Sarah heard the cruel, judgmental words of her estranged sister, whom she hadn't spoken to in years. Rachel and Jake were tormented by vivid visions of their darkest nightmares. 
In desperation, they fumbled to turn on the lights, but no matter how many switches they flicked, the house remained shrouded in darkness. Panic seized the family, and they huddled together in the corner of the room, their hearts pounding, as malevolent whispers grew louder and more menacing. They were trapped in a nightmare, where the walls seemed to close in around them, and the chilling voices threatened to tear their sanity apart. Shadows danced on the walls, grotesque and unnatural. The family cried out for help, but their pleas were swallowed by the unrelenting darkness. As the clock struck midnight, the chilling whispers coalesced into a sinister laughter that echoed through the house, and the Johnsons' cries of terror faded into the night. In the darkness, a group of masked figures watched from the outside, their twisted faces hidden beneath grotesque masks. They had achieved their goal for this Halloween night, for they knew that the Johnsons were now theirs to torment and consume. Little did the family know that the horrors of All Hallows' Eve had only just begun, and the shadows that now enveloped their home held secrets darker than they could ever imagine. The once cozy home had been transformed into a realm of dread and despair. The malevolent whispers that tormented their minds did not cease, and the darkness seemed to pulse with a life of its own. They huddled together, the only source of comfort amidst the sinister forces closing in. As the hours passed, the torment from outside became unbearable. The figures seemed to know every secret, every regret, every fear that the Johnsons had tried to bury. John's father, long dead, chastised him for not pursuing a career in law as he'd wished. Sarah's estranged sister condemned her for abandoning the family. Rachel and Jake were caught in the grip of their most horrifying nightmares brought to life by the haunting voices. Their eyes darted around the room, searching for any escape from the nightmarish prison they found themselves in. But the room remained shrouded in darkness, their cries unanswered. We have to get out of here, John muttered, his voice quivering with fear. We can't stay trapped like this. We have to find a way. In their desperation, they decided to try the back door. (laughs) Each step they took through the oppressive darkness felt like a journey through an alien and malevolent world. The only sounds were the whispers, the echoing laughter, and their own trembling breaths. When they reached the back door, their trembling hands fumbled with the lock, but it refused to budge. It was as if the very house was conspiring against them, holding them captive in its sinister embrace. Damn it, John muttered, his patience wearing thin. We're trapped. We need to figure out who these people are, why they're doing this. But as if in answer to his question, the whispers shifted. This time they weren't taunts, but a twisted story. The voices narrated the tragic tale of a family who had once lived in the house. A family that had been driven to madness by forces beyond their understanding. Sarah gasped as she realized the narrative matched their own plight. This is... this is the story of our house... It can't be true. The voices continued to recount the gruesome end of the previous family, describing how they had turned on one another, driven to madness by the relentless torment, and how they had ultimately perished in despair. We can't let that happen to us, Rachel cried out, her eyes wide with terror. As the night wore on, the family clung to each other, their sanity fraying. John became increasingly convinced that there must be a way out that the house held some hidden escape route. Sarah, however, was paralyzed by fear and doubt. 
The chilling narrative had sown seeds of dread in her mind, and she couldn't shake the feeling that they were doomed to follow in the footsteps of the previous family. Their children, Rachel and Jake, held each other, shivering in fear, their faces drained of color. The darkness and torment continued to envelop them, and they were slowly losing hope. Then, as if in a final cruel twist, the voices spoke of an ancient ritual that could break the curse and free the family from the relentless onslaught of darkness. We have to do it, John muttered, his voice trembling. We have to perform the ritual and end this nightmare. Sarah's eyes welled with tears as she realized what her husband was suggesting. No, John, we can't. We can't sacrifice one of our own. The voices grew louder, more insistent pushing the family closer to the brink of madness. It was a choice between the unspeakable and the unbearable. Just as John was about to make a dreadful decision, a flicker of hope emerged. Boo! Boo, get your hope out of here. In the distance, they heard sirens approaching. The police were on their way alerted by concerned neighbors who had heard their screams. The family clung to that last glimmer of hope, praying that the authorities would arrive in time to save them from the nightmarish forces that threatened to consume them. As the wailing sirens grew nearer, the voices outside the Johnsons' home intensified their torment, urging them to act swiftly. John, torn between the unbearable darkness that threatened his family and the unspeakable ritual they were being coerced into, hesitated. Sarah, trembling with fear, couldn't bear the thought of making such a choice. She clung to her children, tears streaming down her face, praying that the police would arrive in time to rescue them from this nightmare. The police car screeched to a halt outside their home, its lights flashing like beacons of hope in the oppressive darkness. Officers rushed to the front door, their voices echoing through the night, demanding that the Johnsons open up. John, despite the insistent voices still haunting him, managed to unlock the front door and swing it open. The officers stormed into the house, their flashlights cutting through the inky blackness. What's going on here? One of the officers demanded, his voice filled with authority. Hmm. (laughs) The family huddled together and trembling recounted the nightmarish events that had unfolded since they turned off the porch light. They spoke of the relentless whispers, the sinister laughter, and the chilling narrative of the previous family that had lived in the house. The officers exchanged uneasy glances, their flashlights sweeping over the room as if searching for any sign of the malevolent figures, but they found nothing. No masked intruders, no lurking shadows. Must have been some Halloween pranksters, one of the officers said, his tone dismissive. The family's protests fell on deaf ears. The officers assured them that they were safe now, and that there was no imminent danger. The sinister voices had fallen silent as if retreating from the presence of the police. Reluctantly, the officers left, leaving the Johnsons in a house that was now shrouded in an oppressive silence. The family's hope had been crushed, and they were once again at the mercy of the malevolent forces that continued to torment them. The fear and despair growing with each passing minute... Their minds had been pushed to the brink, and they began to doubt their own sanity. Then, a soft, haunting melody began to fill the air. The family exchanged bewildered looks. The tune was achingly familiar, like a lullaby from their childhood. 
but distorted, dissonant, and filled with an eerie sense of foreboding. The whispers returned, now intertwined with the haunting melody. Join us, they beckoned. Surrender to the darkness. John, desperate and broken, clutched his head, unable to bear the torment any longer. He realized that there was no escape, no salvation. He turned to his family, his eyes empty and devoid of hope. In that moment of despair, he began to speak the unspeakable words, the words of the ritual that had been forced upon him. The family watched in horror as John's trembling hands reached for Rachel, their youngest. No, Sarah screamed, but it was too late. The dark forces that had ensnared their minds demanded a sacrifice, and the ritual had been set in motion. As John chanted the ancient words, the darkness in the room seemed to grow even thicker, and the malevolent whispers swirled around them, eager to claim their prize. Rachel's eyes widened with terror as she realized that her, what her father was about to do. But just as John was on the verge of completing the ritual, a blinding light filled the room. The oppressive darkness recoiled, as if repelled by the brilliant radiance. Sarah, her heart filled with a desperate hope, had managed to ignite a set of emergency candles. The sudden illumination banished the shadows, revealing the family standing frozen in a grotesque tableau. John, his hands still trembling, had halted the ritual mid-chant. The darkness had retreated, but the voices continued to whisper faintly, their presence diminished. Realization dawned upon the family. They had the power to resist the malevolent forces. With newfound determination, they united against the sinister voices, driving them further and further away. The emergency candles flickered, their flames dancing in defiance of the darkness. The family's unity and unwavering resolve became their shield against the relentless torment. Slowly, the room began to return to normal, the haunting voices dissipating into nothingness. As dawn broke, the Johnsons found themselves victorious over the malevolent forces that had sought to consume them. The darkness had been repelled, the sinister whispers silenced. They had emerged from the nightmarish ordeal, scarred but unbroken. The family vowed never to forget the horrors they had faced, but also to cherish the light, love, and unity that had saved them from the shadows of All Hallows' Eve. Halloween would never be the same for them, but they knew that the true power of the holiday lay not in the fear of the unknown, but in the strength of the human spirit to endure, to overcome, and to defy the darkness that threatened to consume them.